And I'm Pat. And we're Y2K Movies. A podcast about the films of the 21st century. This week we're looking at 2024's, our first movie of 2024, Destroy All Neighbors. Struggling prod rock musician William Brown finds himself in a living nightmare when he accidentally kills Vlad, the neighbor from hell. Directed by John Forbes, written by Mike Benner, Jared Logan, and Charles A. Piper, Destroy All Neighbors was released streaming January 12th, 2024 on Shudder, and we were there. Uh, yeah, so I, I just heard about this like last week. I think some early, a uh, couple days before it hit Shudder, some screeners must have gone out, and a couple of the people that I follow on uh, Twitter, I guess you'd call them influencers, were talking about how good it was and influenced me into recommending that we do an episode. And boy, am I glad we did. Because this movie was fucking weird. I haven't seen a, a, a fucking weird movie like this in a while. It made me remember why I love fucking weird movies. And um, God damn it, I love Destroy All Neighbors. How about you, Danny? I loved it. I thought... So my thing is, is Shitter is really not living up to his name lately. Shudder has been here and they have been making some pretty good movies and this this one in particular dude i was just the right enough like hi and this <laughs> Me too, dude. movie oh was my fucking God. awesome like i i really enjoyed this one i was i am very excited to talk about it it was um i i, I just thought it was hilarious through the whole fucking film like yeah. and then and then like just different surprise like actors kind of coming in there um i really thought it was cool that i i can't i don't know how to say his name but uh he was the uh the guard the smelting guard uh kumal that he's oh in, yeah, yeah 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 i thought that was funny that he was in this and then um the engineer producer guy let me ask uh, you yeah. How uh, Thomas Lennon? Yeah, Thomas how Lennon. Did, yeah. How do you know him? What do you Thomas, know him from? Thomas Lennon. Yeah. Uh, Hot Tub Time Machine, and um, fuck, what else was he on? Uh, was he on? He wasn't on Saturday Night Live, was he? He was on the state, and this is actually one of my notes from when I was watching this. Do you know who what the state is? Oh wait, Reno. That's what I know him from, right? Uh, Reno nine one one. Yes, he was on Reno nine one one as well. But that yeah, doesn't that answer one. my original question. Do you know what the state is? No, I don't. Okay, so the state was a sketch comedy show on MTV in the mid nineties, and it's where look it up sometime, and you'll be like, holy shit, I recognize every single one of these people. It was him. It was. Um, uh, the other one of the other guys from Reno Nine One, actually the chick from Reno Nine One One, not the not the one from um, the, uh, the the thick blonde, but the uh, the other one, and then his partner that's always in dangles is always in the underwear from Reno Nine One One. Louie, I'm gonna dip my balls in it. Yeah, party down. <laughs> like you'd have to watch it, but like it was it was a sketch comedy show, and all those people went on to do famous shit. And I was just saw him pop up in this movie, and I thought to myself, I wonder if Dan even knows who the f- <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no I knew aware. him yeah I was check- honestly surprised to see him like in this like yeah. uh, that's what I'm saying like Shutter's getting these 
uh, for me, like these people I used to know, kind of like Danzig did with uh, uh, the writer guy. I can't think of his name, but he wasn't he from Final Destination? I don't think I've seen him anything since. Oh, Final Devin Sawa. Yeah, he is. Uh, so no, he's he's on uh, Chucky the TV series. Oh, um, dude, I want to watch that, but I'm gonna wait for like one more. I like to I like to watch things when there's a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, he, well, the, he, so, like, I, I know they wait. killed him. They, they they killed him in the first season, and then they bring him back because they, oh he had a twin brother, and I think they've it's a running joke now where like they keep killing his character, but then bringing some they bring him back in other ways, so he keeps being in it. Um, right. But he's kind of a uh, he was in Idle Hands, Devin Sawa. Um, he did a lot of SLC Punk. I know we're kind of switching episodes, but like, yeah, yeah he, he's he's got he's kind of like a uh, like a um, what would you call it? Like a genre actor, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but for this, I mean, let's talk about the lead here. You have uh, Jonah Ray from MST3K. And he was somebody that I was prepared not to like when he took over uh, the Joel spot, or Mike, I guess, too, on MST3K. He was the new kind of uh, uh, experiment and sat there with my arms folded like, all right. And I ended up absolutely loving this guy and seeing him in something outside of MST3K, you know, um, I knew he had a musical background because he's got a Weird Al cover band where uh they he plays like weird al's other songs not like the parody songs but like the other songs that he does he he's got some connection with that and um so i knew he was musically inclined and uh a friend of the show mike vanderbilt was in a um when it played uh ramon's cover band and i don't know if he, he played drums with that on that show but they were hanging out like he's a musician like for real and so the him doing this movie I thought was kind of neat because obviously it's about a prog rock musician, a struggling prog rock musician at that. And I thought that was a really neat uh, kind of concept. And um, what they did with it was just fucking weird and great. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. I, I thought it was, uh, it, it was a movie that doesn't, you, you feel like doesn't really come around often. But again, it feels like Shudder's just starting to do that now. Um, it has the same vibes as a lot of the other Shudder originals that we talk about. Uh, the dark comedy side, the neon lights seem to be a big thing. This time it's not purple. Um, but let's. I really enjoyed just the whole concept of Jonah Ray's character just kind of going out and like kind of being this serial killer and killing these people uh and then them being kind of stuck in his mind yeah so it it, it starts with i don't want to give away the ending oh. i don't i i feel like we should maybe just because this is so new right and okay um, okay i got i I, I, got I would well we'll save the last say five minutes um you know what I mean? We'll, right. we'll kind of leave that for, you know, so watch that. But uh, I think you kind of inevitably know where it's going to go to a certain extent. But um, yeah, like the whole movie, like you, you knew, like I, I wasn't surprised with anything. I, I, I was, but I was also really high. So that might have had something to do with my constant befuddlement <laughs> because they're like, whoa, really? Um, so, yeah, so it, it starts off with uh, 
Jonah and he's got um he's got an adversarial relationship with his neighbor who's Alex Winter, who's uh Bill from Bill and Ted, and in heavily prosthetic makeup as Vlad, this like weird European, Eastern European like weightlifter slash cabbie looking motherfucker that like eats chicken and lifts weights and listens to fucking Euro trance music or something. And they, they, they kind of get into a little bit of a dust up and, um, as, as it, as it goes on, uh, uh, Jonah Ray's character kind of starts collecting this, um, this like army of, undead followers in a way that's kind of uh evil deadish um you know there's a lot of practical effects it's all prosthetics and like gore and and yeah and stuff. which i, I, I enjoyed whole... yeah i don't think there's a whole lot of cgi there's some puppetry at the end with vlad's intestines on the drums yeah and then um, with, also with vlad uh with alex winter there was a couple times that you could see the mask in his chest not connected <laughs> <laughs> i have to say you gotta watch it this is something that i kind of do anyway but like watch this with the subtitles on um because a lot of the good vlad lines you're gonna miss <laughs> there's a lot of, i guess we could talk about the ending because if you look at the pictures on imdb there's a picture of jonah ray in a prison jumpsuit from literally the last fucking scene in the movie so right. there you go you know what i mean actually there's a lot of they give away a lot of shit. All right, yeah. so I don't, we don't fuck. Who cares about spoilers? Uh, I liked, a- I liked how, uh, em- like towards the end, Emily was just like wondering how he got the fucking album done. Like she didn't even care about like how he killed the people or anything like that. It was just like, how did you get it done, the album? Which, which then added even more love for the movie for me, right? Yeah, the the interesting part about so yeah, Jonah Ray does kind of through a, a series of uh, comedy of errors, um, he kills uh, I don't know four or five people or something, and um, what's interesting is that the movie, like it it could be very you could very easily write that off as some kind of like hallucination or mental break or something at the end and it doesn't it sticks with the fact that he killed these people during the course of this movie manslaughter accident or not and that um it it sends him to jail for it and uh yeah i thought that was interesting that it really doubled down on that and did not back off much in the same way uh in the ted sitcom you know it, it plays with the fact that like ted is a living breathing teddy bear and sometimes that's taken very literally and, and seriously and, like, matter-of-factly. Like, this is a living, breathing teddy bear. And sometimes it's just kind of shrugged, shrugged off as, like, well, whatever. You know what I mean? That that kind of... The, the movie plays with consequence like that. And I did not expect to see this movie follow through and put him in jail at the end. But it did. And I kind of respected it more for that. I think that if they kind of wrote it off as a dream sequence or um, or like a, a flight of fancy or something and gave him a free pass, I feel like that would have kind of negated the movie to me or something. I wouldn't have enjoyed it. And the fact that like he finished the album, 
it won an award or whatever. I don't know if he's if it's winning a Grammy or something at the end. But like it's very well received, it's celebrated, and he's in jail now with his, you know, theremin and his headphones, and he's perfectly happy because now he can just kind of work undisturbed and create even more stuff. And uh, and a really justice, yes, in a really fucked up way. I was like, that is a happy ending. Like I was satisfied with the ending, and I think that was when I really walked away from this, being like, this is a really good movie. I mean, it, it, it's fucking weird, and it's a wild ride, and yeah, it's real slapsticky, and it's it's got some good like shock value stuff, but th- at its core, it's really a movie about making weird art that you that you love that means something to you. <laughs> you and, can't fuck to this. Yeah. <laughs> is that a quote from the movie, or is that you? Yeah, yeah, uh, no, that's what I was thinking because you were talking about the art and like, uh, fucking, uh. Vlad, Vlad is yeah. like, yeah, he's like, this isn't art. You can't fuck through this all night. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's like all I can think about. Dude, Alex Winters really did a good with it. And I think he also plays the uh, lawyer. Yes. At the end too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was really fun. Really that's how I knew he was in the movie. I didn't even know he was Vlad until you said something. Because I, I didn't even look at the uh, actors because I knew the ones that I knew. And that was it. So I didn't bother. And so, uh, and I was like, "Holy shit, he was flat!" And then I looked it up. I was like, "Damn." Yeah. Well, did you ever see the movie he did, Freaks? Uh, I I think so. So he, I, I, I'll be honest. I have not seen it. It was a movie that came out like in the late '90s, and I think he directed it. And it was it was a movie very much like this one, with um with uh a lot of prosthetics and um and i'm sure he might even they might even say that this was a um this was an homage to that or that's this is why they did that or something holy shit uh, dude alex winters directed zappa what i didn't know that What's Zappa? I'm so sorry there. Zappa is the, a documentary on Frank Zappa. Oh. Um, but yeah, so he did this movie, Freaked, and uh, that came out in 93. And it's basically, I think it's the older brother from, um, from Blossom who um, gets kind of caught up with this, like, gang of freaks, like circus freaks. And, like, yeah, Mr. T is one of them. Yeah and uh randy quaid and and yeah directed by tom stern and alex winter right and uh yeah this i don't know i feel like this has with the prosthetics this kind of has a yeah yeah no uh, i can see it i'm looking at the photos right now yeah i totally see this it's almost like a just a higher budget goosebumps (laughs) or even like creep show you know like I I enjoyed it. I thought it was on the same vein as like the new Shutter revived Creep Show, and I actually enjoy that. Have you watched any of that? No. Yeah. Did you like any of Creep Show? I actually get the comics too. Oh, the EC comics. Yeah. Oh, back in the day, fuck yeah! I used to read all those. Yeah, um, dude, I love I love Creep Show. Creep Show and Tales from the Crypt were not my favorites. My favorites were, um the uh what was the science fiction one 
there was a science fiction one I really liked, and oh, I can't remember. Not Haunt of Fear. Um, but yeah, I liked those. Um, Tales from the Crypt, uh, Weird Fantasy, Weird Fantasy, and Vault of Horror. Those are my two favorite ones. Oh yeah, Vault of Horror is cool. Yeah, because Vault of Tales from the Crypt was sometimes it would have like. Like, I don't know, like, bullshit crime ones or whatever. Like, stuff that wasn't really horror-based yeah, like or whatever. Yeah, like, the first episode or something like that's actually one, I think. Yeah, but like, Vault Tales of... from the Crypt would just have, like, occasionally, like, really famous actors on it. Wait, you're talking about comic books or TV shows? The TV show. That's I was talking about the TV show for Tales from the Crypt. Sorry. Oh, okay. On that. No, because yeah, you were Tales talking the about the crime stuff. I loved. Yeah, yeah. But they yeah. would also have the crime stuff. The uh, the first Tales from the Crypt episode, I think, was the Killer Santa one, but there was a Keanu Reeves one where he's a lumberjack, and um, that one was one of the famous ones. They had lots of big actors in there because it was yeah. all like Spielberg and Richard Donner, yeah, and Joel Silver who did the Matrix movies. Like, yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was like they had like legit producers doing that. Um, but I used to read the EC comics that all those were based on. So Tales right. of the Crypt, most of those episodes were actually based on the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but they also had the weird fantasy one, which was kind of a, it, it was a comic. It was like that, but it was all like, it was also kind of like Ray Bradbury-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, we're getting so fucking far off topic here. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, this was. I would say this was. This is definitely worth the watch, especially if you have Shutter. It's fucking free. It is uh, eighty-five minutes, which everyone knows is my favorite running time. Um, it's it's super short, and uh, it moves pretty quick, and is just so fucking bizarre. And uh, lots of great performances. Love Jonah Ray. What else do I have in my notes? Uh, twelve string bass. I like all the bass player stuff. As a bass player, it was nice to see myself represented on camera. You know, <laughs> representation matters. Um, you know, I watched School of Rock the other night, and he was given, you know, like towards the end of the movie, he like gives everybody a solo. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, just making sure. You know, he didn't give a the bass player a solo. He was that was the only uh, instrument that did not get a solo. It's hard to solo with the bass. You get, you have to be really good. You know, I know what you're talking about when they're doing. Uh, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Yep. Is that what you're talking about when he's going around? Yeah. There? Yeah. It's. Uh, Everybody else gets one, man. Yeah. But I'm just saying. I just can't believe all those kids were up in his apartment unsupervised like that. It's fucking sketch. It was, yeah. You know it, that it was pretty weird. That bass player chick, she went on to um, write uh, a really famous article about how that movie was not only it was her big break but it also completely turned her off from acting because of um all the pervy shit that people would reach out like she was like 12 when she did that or something and um they kind of toured for a little bit those people as like a band like, there was, I don't know how much they did, but, like, they did stuff. I don't know. They would play shows or whatever. And like, American Idol goes on tour between seasons and stuff. Right. And um, people were, like, really nasty to her. 
Not like in a mean way. I mean, I guess not. Uh, like, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know okay. what you mean. And she was like, this was my big break, and it also completely destroyed my life. And she wrote an article on Medium, which I don't know if you're familiar with that is. It's like, yeah. okay. And uh, it was she was one of the first people to kind of use Medium as a platform and one of the first people to, like, uh, bring attention to it, I guess, from legitimize it. I don't know. But it's interesting to read. And it's also kind of, like, soured that movie for me. <laughs> That's where now I feel bad. I really, actually, me and my, my, my buddy Mike, we started our first band together after we saw that movie. And I'm like, if these little fucking kids can play in a band together and make this shit work, why can't I? Right. And we're like, all right, let's do it. So, School Rock, that's all. We should do that one. That's a, uh, that's a Y2K movie. Yeah, it is. But you don't, you don't think Jack Black did anything, do you? No, 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 no. I, I know that. Just... I I know what you mean by it, but I was just saying, like, because you never know, like, what, she, like, if people were fucking with her, like, after the movie, you never know what was going on, like, during. The no, movie. I don't think. But... No, I don't think she ever. She might even gone so far as to talk about how, how, what a great duty was, but it was just because people... that's all I've always heard was how great Jack Black is. Yeah, it was just about how people. um sexualized her even though she was a fucking kid in that but she was i mean she's a cute kid and like it just didn't people would just see her afterwards and she did it like kind of when she was prepubescent but it was like she was 14 15 16 and still and recognizable from it and people would contact her online and say shit i forget i don't know read the article it's out there but um she's a writer now and she just talks about how it was like traumatizing and how disgusting men are and all this shit which should come as a surprise to nobody at this point um but anyway right that's my ted talk about this sorry (laughs) sorry, bro no worries man no worries worries. (laughs) uh but dude like uh i i really dug destroy all neighbors i'm gonna probably send it to a couple friends to like watch see what they think um it was fun it was a really fun movie like i said I do think that Shudder's been coming out with some good ones. Like, I, I think It's a Wonderful Knife was good. Uh, I think... Actually, wait. It's a Wonderful Knife may not have been a Shudder movie. I may have misspoke on that. But uh, Destroy All Neighbors is good. Reve- I enjoyed Revealer for what it was. But if we're talking about from when we started doing these to, like, now and the almost two years that we've been doing this movies that are coming out on shutter right now or they're they're way better than what they were <laughs> two years ago so right i'm i'm happy to see where the money is getting invested into i'm happy to see the talent that is being invested in uh i think they're doing a really good job well this was uh this was produced by jonah ray and um alex winter so chances are they found this script and decided to make the movie and then just went to shutter afterwards for distribution. I I don't yeah, know specifically probably. what the thing is. So I, I would say this, and this is something that you kind of touched on earlier. Um, Alex winter has, is a prolific uh, documentarian and has done a lot of great movies. And it was, it was, I liked the opportunity. He's got 40 directing credits, right? Um, is that no that's not that's not accurate he's got actually no he does holy shit yeah he's got tons of uh he's done lots of tv stuff but um 
he's done lots of uh he's done lots of documentaries too and um i would say that it was it was nice to see him get involved with something that was jokey and fun again because a lot of the documentaries that he does are kind of about um politics and technology and stuff and um now i'm glad he does it i'm glad that that's he's found his kind of fucking niche and um you know he's doing that stuff but it was also cool to see him kind of cut loose and do something wacky like this and uh i really hope that jonah ray and alex winter keep producing movies because i think that this film owes more of a debt to them than shutter as far as you know making this thing come to life yeah no you're right definitely for sure but i'm just happy that we finally got a place that's actually put and then you know distribution out there because this will probably come to blu-ray too yeah i'd pick it up if there was a decent amount of special features and shit yeah no i would too i'll probably look at it whenever it hits the walmart shelf (laughs) (laughs) so closing thoughts uh that's a good lick (laughs) 